0: Hey everyone, welcome back to my channel. And if you're new here, I am Mariana and I interview the brightest minds of physical therapy. So if you want to increase your knowledge, start right now by subscribing to the channel, clicking on the bell so you don't miss anything. Give us a thumbs up and share with your friends. Today, our guest is Shanda Jothan and she's going to talk about the starting and growing an online business. Shanda is a former school-based therapist the founder of Pink Oatmeal, and the co-founder of Therapy Blogging 101. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Shanda. Welcome to PT Pro Talk. How are you today? Hi, thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's get started talking a little bit about yourself, your career. How did you get to where you are right now?
1: Okay, so... Right now I run a website called Pink Oatmeal and what that website is is it has a lot of different fun ideas for activities and like gross motor, fine motor activities along with printables, a shop and an all access pass.
0: Well, so how how did you start Pink Oatmeal and and how did
1: the idea start? It actually has been an much evolving thing. When I started, I was just interested in learning how to blog. So I, if you dig way back in my blog, you'll find recipes, you'll find makeup brush cleaning tutorials, (laughs) you'll find like the craziest stuff, because I was really just wanting to learn the skill of online blogging, I had no real intention for a business. And then I had written a few posts because at that time I was in some baby classes with my son Um, and I had written a few posts about gross motor and motor skills development. And all of a sudden those started to take off and get a lot of interest. So then I was like, huh. And I wrote a few more and it just kind of progressed and it started, people started to get more and more interested I then returned to my job as a school-based therapist because I was on maternity leave when I had started this. And then I started um, writing more about different things I did there and started putting some of the resources I used that I had made myself into it. I started with a teachers pay teachers store and um, it just kind of started to grow. I'd have People, teachers, parents, therapists contact me asking me for different resources, different ideas. I'd make a lot of resources based on the kids I worked with. And it kind of evolved until I also formed a shop on my website and kind of moved my stuff away from Teachers Pay Teachers. And then my website really started to kind of I started to have more of a mission and a niche, and know exactly what I was going for. So it wasn't one of those I knew from the beginning, it was a slow evolution.
0: So it was more like seeing the need and building something to for the people that had the need for that, correct?
1: Yes, it, yes, and it went good with my lifestyle, because it was what I was doing at the time. So I found a need that I could Answer and help with, because this is what I did, and this is what I knew how to do. So
0: that's awesome. And who would you say that's your uh, mainly audience is like more PTs,
1: teachers, parents. I would say, I mean, I have definitely physical therapists, occupational therapists, I also have a lot of like Faed adapted Fied classroom teachers parents and daycares. I kind of have three different groups of audiences looking that are going for this gross motor, fine motor component and making it fun.
0: Yeah. And so what are all the products that you offer? And do you think that these publics like teachers and PTs, do they buy different products or it's every, everybody buying mainly the same product?
1: Oh gosh, um I have a huge. I have over 700 products in my Oh my shop. goodness. Yeah. Now these aren't like giant products. They're all like little packs that they can buy. Um so it's a huge variety of what's being bought. There's certain things like core strengthening cards or balance cards that are always really popular. My all access pass which is a one time payment and you just get what's in the shop is very popular that came because people were emailing me and saying can I just buy everything is there a way I can buy everything and that's how that evolved so i, I created an all access pass where they could buy everything at one cost and then they'd be able to download but there isn't necessarily one product that really everyone's buying everyone's buying a variety of different products for a variety of different reasons so in the spring they might be buying more like insect bugs camping that kind of thing where at winter they're buying Christmas sweaters um snowball type products so there's a lot of different themes and depending on the season kind of depends on the different products that are selling so I was looking
0: at your website and it's very creative and I saw that you have a lot of different cards Uh, Mm -hmm. We like this picture. So how is the like, how do the products work? They are mainly like cards Uh, in general, like what are the, the, what you offer?
1: Well, there's a lot of games and especially now since the pandemic, people have really found that they love the digital type games. So they come in most, a lot of, almost all the new products come in both a digital and printable version. They can play them on tablets, iPads, computers, or they can print them out and use them as printables. A lot of people, like a lot, I'm getting a lot of feedback from people saying that they're taking these games and putting them up on like interactive smart boards and kids are going up and pushing and then they're doing the exercises or activities. But I also do have the cards and printable stuff where you can be at a tabletop or just drawing a card. And playing a game that way or game boards with exercises on them. There's really a huge variety. There's also just the general task cards that like bridge with the instructions on how to do a core strength bridge. So there's really a huge variety and it's really kind of based on what people are asking for.
0: Yeah. I was like that's so creative. How did you like think about developing like all these cards and and things? You were just doing as people need it, or you were just, you are naturally like a creative person and, and decide creating these cards and games. So how did that happen?
1: Well, a, cu- a couple ways. Um, When I first went into the school, I came from adult outpatient orthopedics, and I was kind of like, whoa, you know, the school is so different, and um. I would have to have these tiny little spaces where I couldn't even always set up equipment or anything. And I never knew what I was going to get day to day. So I started to make these little just cards that um, I had thought, yeah, I mean that I just kind of came up with fun ideas and that's how it all started. And then I said a lot of times, like I had my kids as my guidance. If I had a kid where I knew something that they really loved Like, for example, someone, if I had a child that really loved basketball, I would make everything about basketball. Even if it was the same exercise that I was using about animals, we would call it basketball. So we'd have basketball cards and we'd relate it to basketball games. So lateral sidesteps might have been, we might be doing defense, even though we're doing lateral, just sidestepping. So that's kind of how some of that evolved and then just um, different people asking, hey, do you, can you make a escape room game or something like that? And then I would come up with a way that I could do that and create it.
0: That's so cool. And how
1: long have you been doing that? When did you start the pink oatmeal? Well, I started a pink oatmeal in 2014, but this that was not the same pink oatmeal that you see today. The products and stuff that you see today were more like 2017, and that was at Teachers Pay Teachers. And then I started to really grow my shop around late 2017, early 2018 on my website. So the 2014 pink oatmeal is recipes, makeup brushes, kids clothes, but it gave me a foundation for understanding blogging and online, working in the online world. So yeah. Yeah, and now you do that full-time? Yeah, I run my website full-time, yep, yep. And I um, even have a few people now who help me with certain aspects of it just to stay on top of everything.
0: Yeah, I just imagine that it's a lot of work to run everything and and customers and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also... I feel like you have three kids, so you'll probably be very busy, and you give the ability to have a more flexible lifestyle, I would imagine,
1: right? Oh, yeah, that's what I always say. Like, I could not, I am so lucky that I found this because of my flexible lifestyle. Like, I can't imagine not having that anymore. Like, this week, I'm able to go to my son's kindergarten celebration and then some garden day without having to take any time off or stress about missing work missing patients or not being able to get off I can just do it so the flexibility is for sure the number one best bonus that came with my business
0: yeah and so you started monetizing since the beginning or like you said that you started with the blog in 2014 and then took like a couple of years to like come up with this idea and start really selling it so how was that process
1: well i yeah, I didn't monetize really at first because, like I said I wasn't I was just kind of learning playing around is what I would call it i started I put a few little ads on for a while, and then, as I started to build products i um that's when my monetizing started. It's still my number one form of monetization is my products. I also will do some affiliate work, but that's only with. I'm very picky about my affiliates, so it's something I usually have to use or something I know my audience is strongly interested in and wants to know more about. Um, I do have some ads on my just my blog part, but I keep those turned down pretty low. And then I have a couple courses. One is a partnership with my course, course with my friend Meredith from Non-Clinical PT, and then I have one small like organizational course. And then um, every once in a while, I'll do some sponsorships, but I keep those few and far between. And I'm very select with any sponsorships that I will do for monetization. So that's very cool.
0: Um, So your products are the number one. And how did you how did you grow that? How you become more uh, more popular or reaching more potential clients? Was that through like word of mouth? Was through
1: ads? So how did you do to grow? Well, I offer a ton of freebies. So I get a lot of people coming in through Google search, Pinterest, word of mouth. And I've offered a ton of freebies and then I get, get an email list going. And email is my number one way of selling my price products. But I always offer a lot of free information, free products first, to build that trust and get them to know what my business is about and understand and not be so salesy at first, but just here, here's what I can offer, here's what we're about. And then once they're on my email list and they they feel comfortable in the business, that's when I feel like the sales really start to come.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. And what would you advise to PTs that love this idea of creating something flexible? It could be either a blog or creating a product. What would you say to them? um, What should they do to
1: get started? Any insights, ideas? Um, Well, number one, know your audience and know how you can help them. Think of it from how can I serve you? How can I help you? Before you think of how can I make money? Because if you're thinking, how can I make money right away? You're not always getting the right traction you need to. Once you serve people, give them what they need, find out what they need, then the money will start to come. So use your talents in figuring out how you can help people. Think, how can I help you instead of how can I make money off of you? And start there
0: yeah and so let's say people that want to start writing blogs like you like you you got started just writing blogs mm-hmm. so do you feel like the blog is just a way to give people information to then like create an audience to get started that's how would you like
1: see creating a blog yep yeah I do I see the blog as a way of- For people to find you, you give them information. They find you through Google search. What I love about a blog versus social media is although it's not as glamorous and pretty as maybe like an Instagram account where you can get thousands and thousands of followers pretty quick, people are looking for you. You don't have to do work. You don't feel that. I mean, you do a lot of work, but you don't feel that hustle every morning to have to be posting, 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 and then your post dies when you blog, it's on Google and you might be number one on Google for years and years. So you could have people just searching a certain key term and you come up every year. You didn't have to hustle every single year on social media to get that blog, that information seen. It's there in your blog. That's what I really love about blogging versus the social media hustle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And social media is so much noise so much people posting and, and stories and you gotta be all the time creating something it is really time consuming and you're not necessarily like delivering something of value per se i feel like a blog you can you are writing something interesting that people want to learn and and learn more about so i can definitely see the value of blogging um also requires some effort but like as you said i feel you may be more consistent so would you say that's a good idea for everybody that wants to create like an online business to start like blogging i mean there's a
1: hundred ways you can go about it and it's kind of your approach i think blogging is a great way especially in the therapy space i feel like there's still a lot of open space in google where you can capture some of those different keywords. Now someone else may tell you Instagram's the best way or someone else may tell you Facebook. And there's all different ways and it kind of depends on your personality. But ultimately, I think that I am not burned out at all because I haven't ever felt like I've constantly needed to hustle on social media thanks to my blog and the ability to reach people that way.
0: Yeah. And how are the courses that you offer? Is that for PTs or for parents?
1: Um, the courses I offer um is my documentation and organization. One is for school-based PTs or OTs. And then uh, Meredith and I offer Therapy Blogging 101, which is for any therapist. But honestly, some of our students have created blog- successful blogs on completely non-therapy related issues. They're making more money than they did as PTs from taking our therapy blogging course, but they might be doing a blog on like dogs. And so you don't you don't have to want to do like a therapy related blogging course to be able to get a lot of good content from our course.
0: Nice. And you also
1: mentioned that you do some courses for organizations yeah, that's my documentation and organization one for school-based therapists. So for school-based therapists, a lot of times um, we just don't have the documentation systems that clinics have. You're kind of just out there and do you want, they might have you doing a paper and pencil. One school might have you doing a different thing. So when I walked into my first day at, as a school-based PT, and this was in... Uh, 2010, I believe, Um, I was handed a pile of folders, boxes of folders with handwritten documentation. And it was kind of like, do what you want. So I kind of came up with some different ways with um, Microsoft OneNote and some organization things. And I kind of teach to have a small course in regards to how I organize my stuff and got away from that, like, craziness. So
0: I imagine that's hard if you don't have any structure. You're just like, well, do something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Here you go. So, and that's not how just I me. Start? That's, kind of, <laughs> that's just kind of common in that part of physical therapy, occupational therapy, in the school-based area. So, that's
0: very different. I don't know much about school PTs. So you're just seeing
1: kids. Like, how does that work? You just think kids that need. You're part of the special education team and you are a related service, meaning if they need it's not like it's not like somebody who hurt their knee or something. It's if they need physical therapy to access their education. So you might have to be helping with positioning or seating for certain kiddos, or you might need to be getting them adaptive equipment, or you might need to be working with FIAD on gross motor skills there's something to that term it depends kind of on your district your school the specific students needs so
0: that's interesting okay um before we transition to the final questions there is anything else that you think it's interesting about your business that you would like to share with our pts and insights anything at all um
1: just that if like I'm so glad that I decided to go for it. If you, I mean, it's always worth taking the chance. If you're someone who's business driven and really want to try, I say, take the chance. The only thing you're, if you don't, you're always going to wonder. And you can always fall back on your PT jobs or skills that you have if the business world doesn't work out for you.
0: Yep. And I feel like, especially like on the PEDS world, there is less people doing like things like you're doing. So I feel like you have more opportunity because it's a space that I don't think is well explored. It feels like it at least from uh, talking to other PTs and
1: yeah, it's definitely more heavy in the occupational therapy in the PEDS world than a, you don't see as many physical therapists. You see a lot of occupational though.
0: Yeah. And what is your favorite resource of information? Do
1: you have like any books or anything in particular that you like? Um, You know, I just like to listen in the business world. Like I like to do more of like my mastermind groups with different people. Um, There's a few podcasts I follow loosely. I'm not great about it. Tell story brand. Um, some of the... Influencers, I'll follow. But overall, I'd say my favorite thing is really getting like a group of people who are doing the same thing as you, or you can talk to. And I have a group I meet with monthly and do that, which is just really fun. And really, you really learn a lot of good information. So
0: just exchanging information with people that have similar problems and are trying to go through the same. Kind of journey that you are.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's been the most beneficial, even more than any sort of like podcast or book or anything like that. It's definitely just getting to interact with other people in the same online world. So,
0: yeah, because you can feel lonely when you're doing something that is so different from everybody else. You definitely can. And when you're working at home without anyone. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Um, and what would be the best advice that you give to clinicians that
1: are starting their careers I would say be prepared to learn a lot at first take advice from the people above you and just kind of learn from them yeah
0: and My final question, what personal qualities and abilities that you think are important to become a
1: successful PT? I think definitely kindness, empathy, lots of patience, and also perseverance. You know, you're working through a lot of different, whether you're working with clients with, or patients with tough injuries, or you're working in the online world, you just have to have kind of that perseverance and oh and the ability to want to learn more to continue to get better and better. Yes, absolutely.
0: And for PTs that want to learn more about you or learn about your products, your courses, or just get in touch with you, how they can find you?
1: Um, they can find my website um pinkoatmeal.com. Or they can also, if they're really interested in the therapy blogging that we've talked about, they can head over to Therapy Blogging 101. We actually just did some a big, big course updates on that one. So that's pretty exciting too.
0: That's cool. Well, Shanda, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us your experience, your journey. I think it's so what you're doing. It's very unique uh, and was a great idea that you had. And- Um, people had the need. So I think that's awesome that you found that niche and you're doing so well. So I appreciate your, your time to be sharing with us your experience.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me.